Well, here I am standing at the top of Hoodoo Butte in Central Oregon. Just another fine, fine day of skiing. It's getting near the end of the day for me and I'm faced with a choice right now. Actually, several choices. Uh, the first choice, of course, is do I do another run? I'm thinking I'm doing another run or two. And then, of course, which chairlift do I go to? I got really four or five choices. Do I go to that one over there? Do I go to this one here? Or a couple of others down there? And once I decide that, realizing that that choice may change on my way down, which run do I take? Do I take that one? That one? That one? <laughs> Life is full of choices. I'm going to make a hundred choices on where to turn and how fast to ski and how to dodge people all the way down between now. I, I, we're just faced with choices and we're going to change them all the time. Hey, it's Tim Patterson. This is Trade Show Guy Monday morning coffee. Uh, thanks for joining me. I do appreciate your time. You're, uh, you're making a choice to spend with me here on this particular podcast slash video blog. Uh, and I have a choice to make too, because it's kind of funny. I was uh, about halfway through writing this episode when I listened to Seth Godin's latest podcast, Akimbo, and the title of the podcast was Modern Choice Theory, which is great. And it's a fun episode. And to hear Seth go off on on modern choice, going back to the hunter-gatherers and how it's evolved to what it is now is kind of interesting. And, and I thought, well, I was going to go a little different direction anyway, so I just kind of kept going that other direction. But anyway, I just wanted to to, to uh, acknowledge that uh, I listened to Seth's podcast, Modern Choice Theory, before I finished this one. All right. Uh, I kind of want to address more uh, personal aspects of choice that we have on a daily basis, on a life basis, and the major choices we face along the way, and of course, the many hundreds, if not thousands of choices we make in a single day. And I thought, how many choices do we make? Let me Google it. Well, uh, it's hard to know for sure. Everyone's a little different. Um, but according to an article I found in Psychology Today, uh, we make as many as 35,000 choices in a single day. Single waking day of around 16 to 18 hours. 35,000 choices. Yeah. Uh, you choose what to eat for breakfast, what to wear, what to listen to, what to do for lunch, and so on. Maybe a couple of thousand choices an hour or as many as a decision, uh, many as often as a decision every two seconds. Now, to me, this is kind of astonishing. Uh, and a lot, certainly a lot of those are very insignificant choices, but we still have to make choices. You know, you've probably gone to the grocery store and faced the cereal aisle. You know, used to be what uh, Wheaties and uh, Captain Crunch, and maybe one or two others. And now it's like thousands of them, anyway. So, what about the bigger choices? What about the uh, choices that come along much more infrequently? The choices such as who do you want to be a life partner? Do you even want a life partner? Do you want to get married? Do you want kids? Do you want to buy a house? Do you want to rent? Where do you want to live? All those things are with the more serious choices, with more serious consequences. And I would think that most of us think those types of choices through much more thoroughly, uh, although maybe not. I mean, I've kind of made some snap decisions along those lines. When I was 19, I had a girlfriend. I had been through one year of college. We'd been dating. Uh, she lived back in Bend. I was going to uh, school in Portland area, and we wanted to live together for my second year of college. Her parents would not have that at all. Even though she was 18, she could do what she wanted. Uh, and I wanted to kind of please them. So my choice was, they, I mean, they said basically, you can't go unless you're married. And so we decided, what the heck, let's get married. Uh, happens all the time, right? Well, we chose to get married. Turns out it wasn't a great choice. You know, it lasted a couple of years. Uh, I was young and naive and dilly, didn't really know the consequences of those uh, that choice, what that would be. In a sense, I kind of got lucky because 
You know, when we called it quits, it only been a couple of years. We had no property, real estate property. We had no kids. And so getting out of that choice wasn't all that difficult. And from now and for years went, that went by, I can just kind of chalk that up as to a learning experience. And I had many more along the way that were not that great choices. But on to the workplace. Uh, this particular workplace, one of the things I'm pondering, seriously, is whether I should make this uh, trade show guy Monday morning coffee a weekly or bi-weekly. It's currently weekly. Should I make it a bi-weekly? I'm, I'm kind of going over that. I enjoy doing it. Don't get me wrong. Uh, I think it's important to continue, especially in this kind of crazy time we live in, to, to have a good online presence with new content. I enjoy doing this, uh, but doing it weekly for the past four plus years has been a, a bit of a grind. Uh, it's not always easy to find a guest in a timely manner, nor is it easy to come up with a worthwhile topic when I don't have a guest. And so that's a choice I'm pondering. Uh, I, I'm not sure which direction I'm going to go. I'm going to kind of look at it. Uh, I'm just kind of, it's kind of hit my brain in the last couple of months, I guess, because I'm now in the fifth year of doing this particular show on a, on a weekly basis. Now I've missed a, a week or two here, maybe once a year or twice a year, but I try and do it weekly. And so we like to think we have a lot of choice where we end up working and, and I think early on in my career, in fact, I was trying to get into radio and I was the age of 19 uh, I needed to get something. I took the very first job that I could possibly get and it was a part, well, it was a full-time job, but it was only a, a six-month commitment. They wouldn't commit to me beyond that. It, it worked out fine. I ended up staying there for a year and a half before I went to another uh, radio station. But I think early on in our careers, we end up taking the first job offer we get because, yeah, we need something. There's a lot of pressure points on that. You know, you need you need income, obviously. You need a place to live. Uh, you need to support yourself. We often choose to live in a place uh, that we're familiar with because we don't necessarily want to move hundreds or thousands of miles away, although some people do, and they want to move across the country and, and try something different. So uh, going back uh, to when I was six, my mom and dad made a choice that uh, looking back I, at the time, of course, I had no idea, but looking back, it, it was a choice that really impacted uh, my life. My dad was a minister in a small town in Oregon. And got a job offer to go manage a church camp at the top of Sandingham Pass in Central Oregon. Uh, they took the, the job. Uh, at the time, I had no idea this. Of course, one day we were told we were moving about 100 miles to live in the forest, which meant that me and my brothers grew up in the forest. Uh, that choice affected all of us and made me, you know, who I am. Uh, I'm the guy who grew up with the love of the forest and uh, grew up in the forest and, uh, you know, hiking and backpacking and skiing. I've been a ski bum since the age of like seven or eight or so. All because my mom and dad made that decision. A lot of people can be affected by decisions. As an aside, uh, my mom told me only in the last couple of years that when they did it, they weren't sure that they should do it. And they only committed to five years. They said, well, we'll, we'll reconsider it after five years. But it worked out. I mean, obviously we stayed. Uh, they lived there for nearly 25 years before they retired and moved on. So we have big choices, we have little choices, significant choices, insignificant choices, and a lot of those choices boil down to how you want to live your life. And, you know, a lot of this is lifestyle choices. I remember about uh, 15 years ago, I made the decision to stay much more on top of my health and keep my body in as good a shape as I could. Now, I, not that I was in bad health, I was in pretty good shape, but I saw a lot of friends of mine, my same age that I went to high school with or college, 
And, you know, they didn't really take care of themselves. And they were kind of sitting around a lot, sedentary, didn't do a lot of walking, didn't eat right. And I thought, I don't, I don't want to be like that. I could see what happened when you did that. So one of the things I made was a decision to uh, do 10 or 15 minutes of yoga a day. That was a good way to keep stretched out. I, I did a lot of exercising other than that, walking mainly. I ended up getting a bicycle along the way. Uh, paid more attention to my diet. Uh, got rid of junk food. Not that I ate a lot of it anyway. Uh, I don't obsess over it. I know it's good for me, what's bad for me, but that was a conscious choice I made back then. I think I'd made some choices before then that kind of was leading me in that direction, but uh, you know, that choice led me to getting a bicycle and uh, maintaining my desire to keep in good health so that I can ski basically till I'm old and decrepit and almost dead uh, because that's kind of what I live for, one of the things I live for. So, so how do you make the right choice? I think the first thing to realize is that there may not be a quote-unquote right choice, and you have to choose. Sometimes the two choices you're making, that's a good one, that's a good one. Or that's a bad one, that's a bad one. But you got to take one that, uh, you know, you have to make a choice. Uh, as they say, though, not to decide is to decide. I heard that early on in life, and, I, and that's always kind of resonated with me. Uh, one thing to decide is what kind of person you want to be. And that goes back to what are your values? Uh, who do you hang out with the most? Do those people support your values or at least support you in your effort to live by those values? Another thing to keep in mind is that you make a lot of insignificant choices every single day, as I mentioned. Uh, if you spend too much time on the little stuff, the bigger stuff may be a little harder to manage. So learn to manage the big stuff. Things like, uh, are you saving part of your paycheck every month? Are you taking care of the important relationships in your life? Are you paying attention to your health? Uh, these are the types of important things that will bring you the most satisfaction and peace as you go through life. And of course, the other thing to think of is you never have all the information you need to make the best choice. You may make a choice that doesn't work out, but once you make it, commit to it. Later, you may find out something new that makes you think you should have made a different choice, but you know, make the best choice you can based on what you know now and just live with it. Also, learn by experience. Uh, remember what worked in the past and what didn't. They say you don't get wisdom and experience until you make bad choices and learn from them. So you make the choice and you move forward. And I think another thing is to do uh, to do is to to use people you trust as a sounding board. Uh, friends, parents, colleagues, get other people's perspective, digest all that. But then still, it comes down to this: it's your choice. And Albert Camus said, life is a sum of all of your choices. Try to make good ones. Don't worry so much about the bad ones. Just move on. And just about to wrap up this week's Trade Show Guy Monday Morning Coffee, this week's One Good Thing. I actually had a, two people in the last two weeks ask me, actually, no, three, said, uh, what microphone do you use? I never think much about it. I just bought it several years ago. It's a good one. It's an Audio Technica uh, 802020 USB. And so that's this week's one good thing. It's like 140, 150 bucks. I think I got it on Amazon, although you can go to Audio Technica site as well, and it's probably about the same price. Uh, so that's this week's one good thing. Have yourself a great week. And uh, yes, we will be here next week, one way or the other, on Trade Show Guy Monday Morning Coffee. Thanks for watching and spread the word.